personal finance presentation, tax-exempt and tax-deferred investments. Prepare to get financially fit by practicing personal finance. Tax-exempt investments. Notice that investment strategies and tax impacts on them can cover multiple courses in and of themselves. We're going to go into some basic concepts at this time. Realize, of course, that as your income goes up, you usually have more complexity and some more specialized needs at that point. Most of the time, as that happens as well, we'll be specializing in particular areas, particular industries, possibly possibly having businesses and whatnot, which could have specialized needs in that area too. Some core concepts that we want to keep in mind is one, tax-exempt investments. This is where with the interest income that is not subject to taxation, most notably at the federal level. So remember that we're talking about an income tax here. So what we, what we would like to do on our side to, to have less taxes, of course, is to be able to generate income, have income that is not subject to taxation, meaning it's exempt from being included as income for taxes. And if it's not having to be included in income for taxes, that means it's going to lower our taxes. So we would not, we would like our income to be going up, but not have to include it for taxes, because if we include it on the taxes, then it's going to increase our taxes. So we have the tax exempt investments. Why would that happen, by the way? Why would that happen? Well, the government's going to have to give us some incentive or allow us not to include something legally on the taxes and for that reason there's going to have to be some benefit to the government to allow us to do that so there's going to be pros and cons of course trade-offs for any type of investment where we have that type of benefit so we have the interest income that is not subject to taxation most notably at the federal level some municipal bonds may not be subject to tax at the state or federal level so if we pick up some of these bonds then it might be the case that we can generate income interest income why does the government allow us to do that? Because we're financing the government there, right? We're loaning money to them. So they're giving us a tax advantage on that. Now note that because there's a tax advantage on that and there's a tax advantage to other people as well, you would think that it would also be somewhat reflected in the return that you would be getting on the stocks and the, I mean, on the bonds and so what, so forth on the price of it as well. So what you want to think about doing then is, is balancing out your tax exempt type of income with other type of income and if you're able to do that well especially this becomes possibly more and more important uh, when you get towards retirement when you're possibly living on more of the of your retirement savings types of accounts it would be nice that if you can be picking some of the money up that you're living on that is tax exempt and some of the money up that would be taxable which could result in having those lower tax brackets that you can you could be living on at that point so tax exempt interest may also be earned in a roth retirement account as well and we'll talk a little bit more about a roth and an ira account shortly tax deferred investments so now note that because of the time value of money if we can if we can either pay tax today or pay tax tomorrow or better yet 10 years from now or something like that we would rather pay the tax 10 years from now because of the time value of money, because we would like to be holding on to the money longer, using that money to, to earn on itself, making the money go to work for itself. So generally, if we can defer taxes, that's usually a good thing. Deferring mean instead of paying the taxes today, I pay it in the future. Generally, you would be thinking, well, I earned the money today. It is an income tax. So normally I would be paying the income tax this year when I earned it. But 
they're allowing me to defer the earnings so I don't have to recognize the earnings till some future point, which is usually good because then instead of me giving the money to the IRS, I can invest it at this point in time and allow it to grow before the I have to give that to the IRS. So investment earnings like interest, dividends, and capital gains that accumulate tax-free until the investor takes constructive receipt of the profits. So they're going to continue to earning until you take constructive receipts. The most common examples, like some type of retirement plan, when you take it out, then, then that's when the tax is going to be happening. So investor benefits from the tax-free growth of earnings with tax-deferred investments. For investments held until retirement, the tax savings are substantial. So obviously the biggest ones here are some types of retirement accounts. Common examples are retirement plans, 401k plan, 403b plan, and individual retirement account or IRA, IRA accounts. Now, these are something to, to keep aware of no matter where you are in your, in your uh, life cycle and your working cycle because there's, they're usually one of the biggest kind of benefits that you can get. Now, note that if you work for somebody else, then they hopefully, you know, if they're a large enough company or business or entity, government entity, whatever you're working for, they will probably have some kind of retirement plan like a 401k or a 403b or something like that. And it's one of the bigger tax advantages you can have to take money and put it into that retirement account. And usually the amount that you can put into that retirement account is quite substantial. Now, there, notice there's a payoff for it. There's a cost and benefit because what you're doing is you're taking the money you have right now, which probably is, you know, you don't have as much money when you're earning it because you want to spend it during that time in your life. That's the point. They're trying to incentivize you to scrape that money together, put it into an account, and then they're artificially locking it in some to some degree. Meaning if you take the money out before you retire, you could be penalized on it. That's the cost. So so the point is you're putting it into a 401k plan, not because it's some special plan that's the only way you could save for retirement. You're you're actually being restricted by putting it in there because if you take it out, you're penalized on it. Whereas I could put it into the same kinds of investments some other place and I could still save for retirement, but if there was an emergency, I could take it out. Why in the world would I allow them to restrict my investments that I can take out at any time? Because there's a giant tax benefit from it, right? You get to defer the taxes on it for a long point. And I, the reason I emphasize that is because a lot of people just don't, they, 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 they hear 401k plan or a retirement account and feel like the only way to save for retirement is to put your money into a retirement account as if it's some special vehicle and it's not, a, it, it's, you know, you could put your money into the same assets, meaning the same kind of assets, such as stocks and bonds, whether they're under the umbrella of a retirement account or an IRA account or not. It's not the fact that it's called a 401k plan that allows you to, to put the money in and save. The only reason you put the money into the 401k plan or some other IRA even though it costs you in restriction is because you get a huge tax benefit and the tax benefit is generally uh, quite large, but because you get to defer for, for a long period of time until retirement. So that's why you do it. And it's one of the biggest kind of benefits that an employer can give you to allow you to put into a 401k. The problem is when you're earning money, you don't have the money, the cash flow to put into a 401k. But, and so that's the dilemma. So obviously you want to see if you can 
put the money into the 401k and take advantage of of that uh, big tax benefit uh, in in the working years. Now, if you don't have a 401k, then you might be able to be, to put money into an IRA individual retirement account. There are restrictions that get a little bit complex between putting money into the 401k and the IRA. If you work somewhere and you have a 401k, it would be nice to just take some money out of each paycheck, whatever you can afford, and put it into the 401k. It's a fairly substantial cap on it. I mean, you can put a substantial amount in it. So if you if you can max it out, great. If you can't, then just keep, you know, put as much money into it. And then the benefit of the IRA account is that uh, is that the tax software can kind of determine whether or not you still qualify for an IRA contribution. So what you could do is put as much money as you can into the 401k during the year. And then when you file the tax return, which might be by April 15th of the following year, you can you, you can use the tax software to say, hey, can I still put some money into an IRA as the last minute kind of tax planning benefit? And you may and you may be able to do that. And if you can, and again, if you have the money, which is, of course is often the problem, you can put money into the IRA and get a, get a tax benefit from it uh, as well. The problem with the IRA, the downside on the IRA, is that uh, usually there's a far lower threshold in terms of how much you can put into it than with a 401k plan and you don't have a matching kind of thing that you may have with a 401k plan and whatnot. Uh, so that's going to be the downside. The plus side of the IRA is you get to, you can generally put money into it up until the point you file the tax return or April 15th, meaning not including extensions, which gives you that last minute tax planning to be able to put money in. So when you do your taxes, you'd like to have some money in cash to be ready to put into an IRA if that would be possible to do. So you can also think about the difference between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. This is a common kind of question. The main difference is the timing of the tax advantages. With a traditional IRA, you deduct contributions now and pay taxes on the withdrawals later. With a Roth IRA, you pay taxes on contributions now and get tax-free withholdings later. Uh, with, so, the major, so the major benefit, normally when you're thinking about an IRA or putting money into a 401k plan, it's a traditional kind of IRA kind of thing where you get the deferred amount. Now that means that that's great usually because usually when you're making money during your earning years, you're making more money. Therefore, you're, you would expect to be in a higher tax bracket and you would like to get then the decrease in your taxes now when I'm earning the money. And then when I take it out in retirement, usually you're thinking you're going to be earning less at that point, And therefore the tax, you know, you might be paying less tax, you know, when you take it out basically at retirement. So usually you get that big deferral and that's the idea. But you might be saying, hey, look, maybe I'm in a situation where I'm going to be paying more when I retire. Possibly you think they're going to increase the taxes over this time period. Or you might be at a low tax rate right now. You might be saying, hey, look, I don't, I'm only paying like 5% taxes right now and I have money to put into an IRA. But I'm not, why would I get the tax benefit now if I'm only paying 5%? You know, it's not, it's, it's not a big deal. Well, then you might say, well, I'd still like to put money into an IRA or a way for retirement, which you could do without putting it into any retirement account. You could just say, I'm just going to put money away into stocks and bonds and let it save it up. Or you can possibly put it into a Roth IRA where you don't get the tax benefit today. But when you take it out, it then then you're not going to be taxed on it when you take it out. And that's that could be huge. What you'd like to have at retirement, generally, it would be nice 
if you had some money that was in both a Roth IRA and a 401k plan or a traditional IRA. And then when you took it out, when you took the money out, you could take some out of both. And therefore you can live on something like if you're living on $100,000 or something like that at that point, because of inflation, you're whatever. And 50,000 of it was tax free because it came out of the Roth and you're paying taxes on 50,000, you would be at a lower tax bracket at that point in time. So at retirement, it would be nice if you could draw some money out of some investments that are not causing taxes when you draw it out, income taxes when you draw it out. And putting money into a Roth could help you do that. And, and that way you can pull some money out maybe of both and possibly lower lower the taxes at that point in time. But that's the general, That's the, most people are, are going to benefit by putting the money into an IRA, get the tax benefit today. And then when you when you take the money out at retirement, you got to figure your taxes at that point in time. And then the Roth is kind of the, the flip on that. So your default position would probably be, I'm going to put money into an IRA or a 401k plan, unless that I think I feel that I, I'm in a circumstance where I would be better off to put money into, say, the Roth, which again, could be that your tax rate currently is fairly low. So whether you think your annual income and tax bracket will be lower or higher in retirement is a key factor to determining which IRA to choose.